0: Kass, let back with David Hay. Derek hijacked the interview earlier, which was great. No, it's nice. You, you don't want to hear
1: from me. I, I've, we I, don't I, I've done, from enough, done enough talking for the last no, couple of you months.
0: You're quite, quite finished when you get back to the hotel, then you can yeah. stop. Um, David, yeah, just um, you kept saying you can't see what I see every day in yeah. training. Did hopefully, you see that tonight? Yeah,
1: hopefully you guys see what I see. And as someone who gives it 100%, someone who's dedicated, someone who's got the will to win, someone who's willing to walk through anything and keep punching, no, I saw it every day, and uh, you know it took a very special man in Usyk to be able to last the 12 rounds. Many, many heavyweights wouldn't have been able to do that. So although he may not have looked that great, although he might have scored himself a three out of ten is what he rated his performance. Derek made him a three out of ten. He's usually a ten out of ten. Derek made him a three out of ten. Derek made it tough. It wasn't because Usyk was having a bad day. It's because Derek was just coming at him like a freight train swinging big bombs from the start. As I said, it was nothing clever. There was nothing that cute about it other than when he turned southpaw and started out and jabbing him. Do you remember that bit?
0: Yeah.
1: He turned southpaw and uh-huh. out-jabbed Yusuke. You know, There's a couple of new tricks. I said we've got a couple of new tricks for you guys, but we're just gonna keep adding to them. He's got, he's got a lot more. He's like a, you know, he's got, he's got a lot more left to give. And, um, you know, as long as he, he didn't take hardly any punishment in sparring for this fight. Normally he takes so much. I've watched his sparring, his sparring sessions in his past three fights. He must have taken 10% of the punches in this training camp and he sparred two or three times the amount of rounds. So that ratio I like, you know, it's Derek's ability, all boxers get punched in the head a lot in fights, but you try to minimize that as much as you can. You try to develop a style for it not to, for you not to take not as much punishment. And he, if he would have fought Usyk a couple of years ago, He'd have got badly, badly hurt. yusuf would have had to tear off him. He'd run out of steam, been on the ropes, and he just got battered. But he didn't, he kept pushing. He got stung a few times, buzzed real heavy, but he brushed it off in the corner, and the powers of recovery were there. That's only gonna get better. Mm. It's only gonna get better. But he needs a nice little rest, nice holiday, nice chill, chill with the family, chill with his friends and then he, he'll regroup and he'll come back. But one thing he'll be doing, he'll be ticking over, he'll be in the gym, he's an athlete, he's a professional athlete now, and he's only gonna get best, better.
0: And he'll be plotting, you'll be doing, yeah, plotting we'll do, and working out yeah, what's next, and what's next
1: for Derek. You know, the, the world is oyster, people know he's all action. Mm. They know he's, he's a dangerous guy. The record don't look that great with 10 losses, but that performance looked good. And let's just say Derek wasn't you know, 32 and 10 now, let's just say he was 20-0 going into that fight. You'd think, God damn, this guy's got. And let's and say he wasn't thirty-six. Let's say he was twenty-five. You go, God damn, it was a close fight. You know, that, that guy, you know, once he tied his things up a little bit, you know, not he could do some damage. The big punches, the big, the big bombs were coming from Jadora. Mm-hmm. So he's he's got a lot. He's got a lot more to improve on. And we're going in the right. Every month we worked with him, he's got better and better and better.
0: Just finally, how does Usyk fare against? I
1: think he'll need to do something significantly better than he did tonight. You know, Usyk's coach, so Usyk's manager, Alex, had to fight to draw. If you're looking at beating the likes of Fury and AJ, you know, that shouldn't have been the result. If you're the best in the world, that shouldn't have been the result. It shouldn't have been such a tight fight, a close mm. fight. Some of the judges didn't have it close. I'm sure some people be watching this going, I watched on Sky, listening to the... Sky had Derek losing three of the first four rounds. Turn off the commentary and watch it back again. If you think I'm wrong, I'm sure people do. I've had it before when I've watched a fight with a commentary and the commentary told me what I'm watching has convinced me. Watch it back without the commentary and then make your mind up of what you think it happened. Don't count the punches missed, just punches landed on the target. Count the punches that land on the target. Whoever lands the most clean punches wins win the fight. Ring generalship, one's running around, not trying to engage, bend it over. I, I don't score. I don't score those rounds for the uh, the person running away. But you know, you got to land clean punches on the target. Get my get my point across? Yes, all week yeah. you have. All week I have.
0: Let's just bring you in for fight weeks. Even yeah. if you ain't got to fight around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Hay, thank you very much for all your time this week. My pleasure. It's and been uh, fun. I've really, yes. I've genuinely
1: really enjoyed it.
0: It's been. Yeah, uh... because
1: you know, I, I knew I knew Derek. I, I had twelve rounds of action for the fans. I thought I really thought he was going to chin him. I really thought at some stage. One of them shots is going to him. Right Over them writers, it's coming. it was a couple days, oh, maybe, maybe if there was a, another three or four months of training, maybe he could, he'd get, every month we've trained, he's got better and better and better. Mm. So um, I'm so glad that, that happened here and not three or four months ago because mm. he wouldn't have heard the final bell. Put it that way. Mm. But, na- but now he is, and now he's going to get better and better.
0: David Hay, thank you very much, and I'll uh, let you get on with your night. Top man? Is your deck causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt K.O. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt K.O. Free, impartial advice on all your debt.
2: I told you I'd do it. I told you I'm too fast, too strong, too aggressive, too smart, too too powerful, everything. The full work movement. What a win, world number one, mandatory, Lopez, you know what it is now, let's do it down under, big crowd, let's get on, two warriors, two lions, let's go to war. You've been matched well, you've taken the right fights at the right time, would you be happy to go straight in with Teofimo Lopez now? Absolutely, let's do it, I want want the fight, I've been saying, I want the fight, since he won the fight, I want that fight. it's 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 a massive achievement, but there's so much more to go, I've got more work to do, and that's the fight I want next, unified title shot. Just finally, you're a proud Australian, proud Greek. You've got friends and family all over the world. You're a dedicated professional. We haven't seen your family for a number of weeks. You got a message for everyone? Listen, I'm a proud Australian. When I said that yesterday at the press conference, I said, I train overseas. That's why I'm not an Australian class fighter, but I represent Australia with all my heart. I represent all the Greeks. I know we're going through a bit of you know, hard problems at the moment, but I represent all the Greeks, all the Aussies. This was for you guys, for my family, for my two kids, for my partner, for all, my whole family, my dad, everybody, man, my team this is a great moment i'm, I'm just uh, i want to let it sink in but i'm so happy man make sure, you, make sure you enjoy it well done world number one but i'm gonna go train tonight i promise you i'll train tonight because i want that i want that that world total i'm coming
3: no surprises here Alexander usek comprehensively outpoints derek chisora over 12 rounds well i say no surprises i was a little taken aback by the fact that derek chisora thinks he won the fight And also the fact that there are a lot of fans out there, boxing fans, who thought that it was very close and also thought that Alexander Usyk didn't perform well. Usyk was never blasting people out at cruiserweight. Yeah, he stopped Tony Bellew, but most of his top-level fights at cruiserweight, he was going the distance. So why on earth people expect him to move up to heavyweight where well, he's giving away, in this case against Derek Chisora, something like 30 pounds, and they think he's going to, or, or they expect him to start blasting people away. W- what performance do people expect from Usyk? Personally, I got exactly what I expected. I expected Derek Chisora to come out aggressive early and try and put it on Usek, and that's what he did. He came out swinging like a bat out of hell. He was like a bull in a china shop. There wasn't really much technique to what he was doing. It was wild swings all over the place and just using brute force. And Usek was a little ruffled in the early going. But after two or three rounds, Chisora started slowing down because he couldn't keep up such a frenetic pace, particularly not at, whatever he is, 250-something pounds. He couldn't keep that pace up for that long. He started slowing down and Usek got into his boxing, sticking and moving, combinations, you know pivoting off on angles, keeping Derek Chizora turning. And Chisora did land the occasional power shot, but the longer the fight went, the more sporadic Derek Chisora's attacks became and Usek started getting into a boxing rhythm. And we've seen this many times with Usek, where in the second half of the fight, he starts to pull away and actually gets stronger in the second half of the fight. And he finishes the fight with loads of energy left in his legs, still bouncing around the ring. And that's what we saw here. Now, it was around maybe seven, eight, nine, those rounds, he started to hurt Derek Chisora. There was one round in particular where he clearly hurt Derek Chisora. Chisora backed up towards the ropes. And at that stage, it looked like Usek might even get the stoppage because he was breaking Chisora down. He was hurting him. But as I say, the, the bell saved him. And in fact, the round where Chisora was on the brink of going down, that felt like a two-minute round. I don't know whether it was. But the perception I had was that was a short round. i will have to go back and watch it again and find out if it really was a short round or if it was just me getting caught up in the action and time going by very quickly. But either way, Usek continued to box well. Derek Chisora mounted somewhat of a late rally, but it was nowhere near enough. And the judges had it 115-113 twice and 117-112 I mean, 115, 113, I was actually surprised it was that close for two of the judges, but you know, it's not a scandal. 117, 112, I think would be more in line with my scorecard if I scored it, because I didn't score it round by round. I was just watching the fight and enjoying it at the time. So yeah, I got exactly what I expected from this fight. There was no surprises. The pattern of the fight is what I expected. And the result, of course, I picked Dusik to win a decision. But again, the reaction from a lot of fans out there saying Usyk wasn't impressive. He doesn't have a chance in, against any of the top heavyweights. He couldn't even deal with uh, over-the-hill Derek Chazora. I mean, I, just, I don't know what planet people are living on. <laughs> Alexander Usek is a boxer. He's a stick-and-move artist. Derek Chazora was able to rough him up early on in the fight because Derek Chisora went all out as a pressure fighter. He literally let it all hang out. Reckless abandon. The Anthony Joshuas, the Tyson Furies, and the Dylan Whites of the world are not going to do that. You do realize this, don't you? They're not going to just go flat out trying to attack Alexander Usyk. They're going to try and box with him a little bit. And... Derek Chisora coming forward is a more difficult target when he's rushing at you with his head down. He's a more difficult target than someone like an AJ or a Dylan White who stand up taller. Even a Tyson Fury, to some extent. Okay, because of the fact that he's so tall, he can't get low the way Chisora got low and rush forward. And when the guy's got his hands up, it's difficult. And it, it can make you move more than you want to move and it can make you your work a little bit rushed so understand the styles make fights and this particular style Derek Chisora was always going to result in that kind of fight with Alexander Usek. what was he supposed to do knock Chisora out in two rounds <laughs> I'm just baffled at what people expect Usek is a stick and move merchant for my money he did much better against Derek Chisora than Dylan White did in both fights. Even though Dylan White knocked uh, Chisora out, he was behind in that rematch. Usek was never behind in this fight. So for me, he outboxed uh, Derek Chisora comprehensively. And for me, the only person who did a better job in outboxing Chisora was Tyson Fury. And I would say Kubrat Pulev third. So Fury did the best job out boxing Chisora. Then Usek, then Kubrat Pulev, in that order. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was a good performance. He did get clipped a few times, but, you know, not too many times. There was a lot of shots that Derek Chisora was winging over that people might have thought landed, but if you watch the... And I'm talking about landed on Usek's face. But if you watch a lot of the slow motion replays back... A lot of them big swinging right hands from Chizora were landed on Usek's chest or sometimes on a glove or a shoulder. Now, I don't know what the Sky commentators were saying. Maybe that could have been influencing people's perceptions because I didn't listen to the Sky commentary. Maybe that was influencing people's perceptions into thinking it was much closer than it actually was. But I assure you guys, if you watch it back in the cold light of day, Usek clearly won that fight and he actually boxed really well. Once Chisora started slowing down and Usyk was able to get into his rhythm, he was boxing really nicely, laying combinations off, you know, nice footwork and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, again, against a guy like Chizora, who is swinging for the hills at every opportunity, who's rushing forward, you're going to catch the occasional shot. <laughs> you know? You're not going to be, a, especially if you're, only 6 foot 3 like Alexander Usyk he's not a 6 foot 7 Wilder or 6 foot 8 Fury or 6 foot 6 John. he's not that tall so he's not going to be able to keep as much distance between himself and Chizora as Tyson Fury was so you have to have realistic expectations i didn't see anything in this fight which made me want to change my view on how well I think Usyk would do against the big heavyweights. I didn't see anything that remotely would make me change my view. I think that Usyk is going to give most, if not all, of the big heavyweights all types of problems, all types of problems. I'm not saying that he'll necessarily beat them all, but I think he can at least beat one of them, maybe two of them. So... I think Usyk is a very dangerous man in the heavyweight division. I think the boxing fans, particularly the casuals, which constitute the majority, are far too wrapped up in punching power when it comes to heavyweights, blinded by power, and they don't realize that Usyk's movement, his stamina, go and have a look at most heavyweights, including Tyson Fury, in the 9th, 10th, 11th round of a fight. How many of them are moving the way Usek is moving? Maybe Anthony Joshua, very late on against uh, Andy Ruiz in a rematch, but he still wasn't moving as gracefully as Usek and being able to spin his opponent and all that kind of stuff. No. No one in the heavyweight division can move like this guy late on and be reeling off combinations on the move, and he's a Southpaw. So I was impressed. I was impressed. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below about Alexander Usek's performance. What did you expect from him? This, this is what I really want to get to. Those of you who are disappointed with Usek's performance, what on earth did you expect? <laughs> I'm just, I'm baffled. He wasn't a knockout artist at cruiserweight. So surely you didn't expect him to be a knockout artist at heavyweight. Chizora is a very tough man. He's a huge man compared to Usek, you know, 250 odd pounds. So, I don't know. But Anyway, let me know what you guys think in the comments below. I'm out.
2: Tommy, massive congratulations.
4: You've got that belt on your shoulder. Just try and sum up how you're feeling now, the new European champion. You know, first thing I want to say is I want to share it with my wife, Vimi. I love you. I want to share it with my four daughters, Cara, Brownie, and Nan Kaya. Daddy's bringing the belt home. I love all of you. I want to share it with my team as well. My manager, Mark Dunlap, for making this possible. He's a, he's a legend. Pete Taylor, the best coach in the world, he's transformed my career as well. My cousin Lloyd Edwards doing his strength and teaching. I'm sure the big Kareem, Almost sponsored and um, yeah, Stephen Floyd for giving me a six-pack first time in my life. So yeah, this means this means the world to me. And you know what? I thought it was gonna be, I knew it was gonna be tough before, and then at the weigh-ins, when Bilal took his top off, it's me. This guy has not trained. So I thought it was gonna be easy. So he surprised me, Sure, Bilal, He's a I'm too great, but now I'm the European champ. I'm the roughest, toughest bad boy out of Belfast. And I'm the first Irish black European champion. Black history month is there. So next, I don't want to go around Europe. I want Maris Bredis next. That's it. Maris is the IBF champion. Yeah. Is that
2: 2021? This is the platform that you needed now to go on and win world titles?
4: Exactly. You know, I'm, I've, I'm the king. I'm the toughest man in Europe now. So... I want Maris It's the best cruiserweight in the world at the minute, that's who I want next. Um, yeah, I'm just loving it, I'm delighted. Can you just give us a quick I- insight into what Eddie Hearn and you discussed there, he said, I'm not letting you box before Christmas. <laughs> now I just said, Eddie, you know, well, thank you so much. And he, Eddie's just a—he's an absolute legend, he's the biggest gentleman I've ever met in boxing, him and Tony Bellew, two of the best people I've met in boxing. And, um, we didn't say too much I don't see, you know I, I know I'm calm now but it's just because I'm easy going. I'm buzzing inside so uh, my thoughts are all over the place but yeah I'm delighted with myself. yeah listen, you saw West up. Belfast behind me as well yeah <laughs> listen see how uh, I was hacked because he made it tough but I'm coming back to Belfast all the bars are locked down but listen I won't be wouldnt open up again. Don't forget about me. Want everybody buy me a pint, and I'm bringing out my wallet. I never bring my wallet anyway, but I'm definitely not bringing it. Massive congratulations! Enjoy it. Well yes, done. thanks.
5: Absolutely brilliant. You can see just how much it means, can't you, to Tommy McCarthy? Johnny, he becomes the first Black Irish European champion. Quite an achievement there. A bit of a slow start from him, but he seemed to warm into it.
6: Matt was saying uh, in commentary, he said he seems to be a bit too laid back. I actually thought he was being lazy when we started. Uh, then, as the fight kicked in, I thought, Ah, now I see it. So I, I need to understand what all the hullabaloo was about uh, when he when he turned pro. All the big expectations were. So so when he started, I thought this kid, you know, he's got the talent, but he's just doing nothing about it. He's a slow starter. He's a slow burner. So so then when I, I thought he lost the first probably four four, four rounds, or he, it was just it was just he was just. Waiting to react instead of reacting or, or, or initiating picked it up midway through and then and then it got scrappy towards it And it was sharing so it's, it's all debatable going through. I think Potentially he can he, 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 he's, he's better than what we've seen there, but I also think that's his ceiling Because you feel like he's reached his level. I think that's his ceiling. Please prove me wrong And if you, your fans that are there that are, that are saying no, you're crazy, please prove me wrong. I think that's his ceiling because because he cannot start so slow. When he comes across some of those world-class fighters, they'll jump on him and break his heart.
5: Carter, do you agree with Johnny? Do you feel like he's reached his level and also the slow starts? Could could that be problematic down the line as he moves up the levels?
6: Well, it's not a bad level, is it? European, let's, let's be honest. I mean, he's, he's, achieved, he's achieved the European Championship title status there. And, you know, when me and Johnny was coming through the rankings, the European title was like the big one before you move on to world level. So you can see how happy he is there with that title. And um, Lagoon played his part in that fight. It really, it made him work. You know, we thought he was looking for a way out at midway point. He, he had his eye checked by the doctor, but actually, he, he stuck with it, got a second wind, and really tried to to finish strong. Uh, Lagoon, if, I was if impressed. He, if he kept the pressure on in midway midway three, he could have probably broke his arm. Mm. But because of that laid back attitude, he, he, he let the man stay in the fight and made the fight probably harder than what it should have been yeah, for potentially, him. Yeah, potentially. But McCarthy did well there. Thought, I thought he fought well. He may have found his level of European level, but like I said, that's not too bad. And he's that's going to give him a world title shot at some point. Okay, Regis, terrific uh, knockout. Thank
5: you. Congratulations, why don't you just tell us uh, take us through the first knockdown, how you set that up? I believe it was a left uh, hook. Yeah, it was a it was a left hook. You know, I just it, it, I mean I can't even explain it, man. I just set it up how I set it up, you know, I was I kept jabbing and Bobby told me at first I was I was walking to I kept walking to my left with the jab, but then as soon as he said, you know, walk to my right, it's gonna be open. I took a step to my right, I I hit him with a perfect punch, and that's that's what dropped.
2: Him. Okay, first question over here, Sean.
5: Regis, did you feel like you needed this kind of showing tonight to prove to the world you're still
3: an elite of fighter? Course, of course,
5: of course. If I keep telling people I'm still the best at 140, you know, I still have, I have that blemish from the Josh Taylor fight. I still feel like if that was here, I would have got a decision. But hey, I still feel like I'm the best, and I'm gonna keep proving it. You know, that's my that's my motto. I'm, I'm gonna keep proving it, basically.
2: Okay, over here with Keith. Okay. We, we spoke about it the other
5: day. Your wife was able to hold out for uh, you. Going to get out of here right now. So or? far, yeah. I mean, um, I'm gonna call her right now, and I'm gonna see. You know, I'm gonna see what's going on. If, um, if she had a baby yet, I'm gonna just go ahead and fly back to Houston. Not fly drive back. I live with Katie, so um, that's like two hours away from here in the car. So I just get out, hurry up and get out of here, and, and hopefully catch the baby. Great. Um, Mario Barrios is obviously fighting next. He has a version of the title that you previously had. Yeah. He wins tonight. How much would you want to fight him next? Maybe. Uh, I mean, I think that's up to management. You know, um, it's up to them to see what's set up. Basically, I, I do want to be a champion again. Um, Mario Barris, he does have WBA regular, I think. Um, but I, I want, I want my belt back. I want the the one Josh Taylor took from. Me. That's the, you know, that's the, the one I want. But I, but still, Barrios, yeah, that's that's not on the table. Of course, you know, whatever, whatever they say for me, I'm just ready to get in there. Um, of course, I want. Get the biggest fights, and you know, get the belts. It could be a while before Taylor and Ramirez fight, so that so the barriers thing. If that's, that's the case, yeah. But you never, you know, the thing is in boxing, man. You just never know the landscape. You know, you can say this and say that, but you just never know how it's gonna play out. So, but hey, if 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 the barriers thing is on table, then we do that.
2: Mm-hmm. congratulations! What a mm-hmm. tremendous.
5: They must have forgot. They must have forgot, man. I I keep reminding them, you know. I am keep reminding. Them. Come in. Is is boxing a crazy roller coaster? Please it's crazy, man. Tell me yeah, about that. yeah, man. My Um, yeah. It's boxing. Is, it, it is. Man. It's a crazy thing. I, um, I'm living it. But I, I've, I've been studying the boxing, you know, game for years and years. I go. I'm a historian, so I just know how it is. But um, is I'm glad to be back. That's the main thing. You know, I was out of, I was out of the ring for a whole year, so that I think that played a part of me for like as far as the weight cut. But this was a, you know, this was a perfect opponent for me, you know, to get back in and you know try to get back to the top. Two not years, try get back to two, top.
2: Two years ago I interviewed you and primo Lopez at the same place at the same time. Yes. And the dad said Regis will fight Loma, then we'll fight you. So how about a fight with you and your primo hey Loma let it party? let it happen.
5: You let it happen. You know we could do that too. You know, um I know he's on the what they say the other side of the street type of thing. But hey if, if that's a fight, you know, just like you know Keith was saying about the just like he was saying about the um the landscape of boxing, that might be a big fight also. For me I want the belts in the biggest fights. You know so if if it happens, if it could happen if
2: it could happen, it could happen. Okay. Hey, uh, Regis, um, two questions for you. um First off, in regards to uh, the weight, was it more or less because of uh, no access to like facilities, or, or is it something that you feel your body's growing and you might have to move up another weight class again? I think it's
5: um the the bubble thing. I think that definitely played a part. You know, we couldn't leave, and it's not an excuse because everybody else made the weight except me, of course. You know, but the bubble thing. You know, we couldn't work out on a Tuesday. so. Um, I think that definitely played a part on me. And then the other part is that my body, I didn't, I didn't make weight for a whole year. So I think that, that played a part. I don't think my body's growing. If, of course, it probably is growing, but at the same time, I don't think I'm, it's, it's growing that much. So I need to just go up to one forty-seven right now. You know, I was still, I was 1.6 over. Um, so like I said, I think the year played, I think that played the biggest part for me, the year.
2: I know before this fight, uh, you had a fight with Maurice Hooker uh, scheduled. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you missed weight, he posted something uh, on social media. Uh, did you get a chance to see what he posted? I didn't. I didn't. What did he say? He was eating popcorn, um, and he just gave, uh, I think, like the eye emojis. Um, yeah. When he heard the news that uh, you had missed, weight. of
5: course, of course, we got we got to um, poke at each other. Of course, that's what's happened. I'm not. I was, I was 1.6 over. I wasn't seven over. You know, I wasn't like I wasn't going to 1.7 right now. You know, so of course, let him talk. Whatever, I'm on my high horse right now. I'm not worried about fucking Maurice Hooker or nothing like that right now at all. That Maurice Hooker either top on. He, had, he already had the damn thing with the burger, so he couldn't make 140. So whatever, Maurice Hooker, we're going to see each other eventually one day, but fuck him right now.
2: <laughs> Regis, uh,
5: Regis there, talk about it back in the day. Uh, we all expect him to come back at some point. What would you think of a potential fight with Adrian Broner in 2021 at 140? I think, I think that's a huge fight. I think for me, that's a huge fight. Um now he said like we're stable mates now, so I think that's a huge fight, man. If 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 agent Broner, if me and Agent Bronner fight at 140, that's the biggest fight you can make at 140. It's you can have whatever champion you have in any any organization, if me and him fight for nothing, for no type of belts or nothing like that, that's gonna be the biggest fight. You can put that pay-per-view and that's gonna be the biggest fight. Um simply because our personalities, we all know the same people. And, um, you know, we both of us like to talk a lot of shit, and, you know, we entertain us, basically. So I think that um, that'll be a huge fight. And now I think it actually – I've been wanting that fight for, like, years now, but I think now it, it can it can really come to fruition now.
6: How does it play out in the ring if we ever get
5: to see I'm. What you want me to say? your brother beat me? I think I'll whoop his ass. I think I'll whoop from him, you know? um, I don't know how, how to go, but I definitely think I'll beat him. It it'll be real real fun between me and him. Yeah, we'll have a lot of fun. Okay, right
2: here with Mike. Hey, right, congratulations. on, Mike, Thank you. Nice knockout. Uh, obviously, it's like a shake off the rest kind of performance. Yeah. I mean, uh, kind of opponent. Well, do you think you get the big fight next? You know, next fight, you're trying to go right into the big one.
5: Hopefully, hopefully, man, that's up to man. Man, that's up to Sam. You know, so we're gonna see. We're gonna see what's what's happening next. Um, I just wanted to get past this. Um, this been a long, long year for me. I had a lot of bullshit in my life right now, so. There's been a lot of stuff going on. I just wanted to get past this, and now it's just like a weight lifted off my shoulders. So um, now, if we get the big one, we get a belt. We get the big money fights. That's what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, and you, you mentioned you mentioned Adrian Broner, but when you look at the rest of the PVC landscape, um, assuming your fights are going forward, then mm-hmm. Mario yeah, Barrios fighting next. That possible fighter. Who do you who do you look at? Who do you want?
5: Um, we can do Barrios. I think everybody trying to set me in Barrios up because everything everybody said Barrios, Barrios, Barrios. So hey, if um. Maybe that could be a that could be a fight too, you know. Um, hope we'll see we'll see what he does tonight. Everybody definitely predicted him to win against um Cowboys. So if Barrios would you do that too, and we could, and still make it probably back here in Texas, you know, because I'm out there in Katy and he's right here in San Antonio. So that'll be perfect too.
4: Okay, Mike. Okay, we have uh, one question from Zoom uh, remote here. Stephen Hayes in Q. Steven,
5: you're unmuted. Go ahead.
4: Hey, Regis. Hey, Regis. First, off, First off, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you. Uh, do you feel like if you don't get the Josh Taylor fight, that will be a disappointment to you?
5: Um, I think I will get it before my career is over. You know, I think he wants it, and I want it. You know, so if it's um even after our fight in the ring when he was with the McGuiggins, you know, so they said that we'll we'll definitely have a rematch. It. It'll probably be at 147. So. Um, I think it will be a disappointment if I don't get the rematch. But I think that, you know, I think that we can, we'll definitely have a rematch between me and him.
4: Appreciate you. No
5: problem. Okay, thanks, Steven. Uh, no more questions in the room. Kate? When they do fight, who do you expect to win between Taylor and Progre? Taylor and Progre? <laughs> Progre. Progre, again. <laughs> Excuse me. Ramirez, I, I, think, um, I think Taylor will beat Ramirez. I, I just predict he'll, he'll beat him. I think he's the overall, you know, I think he's the overall better fighter. Um, and Ramirez, he does have like he's still a champion, of course, undefeated champ. But he does have like two blemishes on his record between Zapata and Postal. A lot of people pick. A lot of people said those fighters actually won. You know, I, mean, I didn't say it, but a lot of other people say those fighters Zapata beat him and Postal beat him. So, um, I think I think Josh Taylor, you know, and I think Josh Taylor beat Ramirez. One last question: Did
2: mm-hmm. you think Postal beat him or when you watched it? I
5: don't know. I, I um, I can't know. Just because Ramirez was more he he was he just kept coming forward, but it depends what you're looking at you know boxing is crazy, it depends what you're looking at like Ramirez was he was the aggressive fighter he kept coming and kept coming, but he was getting hit with a lot of clean shots and post all just picked him up um he just hit him with the, the one two all night long so i, I mean I could have gave it a drop, honestly you know stop him, do you
2: think?
5: I don't think he stops no, because Ramirez is tough, Ramirez could take a punch you know he's he's definitely tough I don't think he can stop him, but I just think overall, I think Taylor's better. Um, You know, he has, I fought him. You know, he has a good inside game. He is, he's a southpaw, he's long. And, you know, if he's, if he's, if he stays on the outside, I think he can potentially have an easy night. But the thing is about Taylor, like most of, most of us, we have called the balls or whatever. So they want to just, he might, he might want to just get in there and fight with Ramirez. And maybe that might be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. It depends. Thank 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 you.
4: Okay, thanks. Congratulations.
2: Thank you, to your son. Happy Halloween.
0: You. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt K.O. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt K.O. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. and Cassius, IFL TV, MTK Global. Um, Do you think that Derek did enough to win
7: that fight? I thought it was close enough. Uh... I so it was a really close fight. Well, if he gets it, I can see why he's got it. If he doesn't get it, I can say that a bit harsh, there. It's not, I'm not going to say it's a robbery because that's the wrong kind of words used. A close fight. One thing I'll say is Usyk fought Derek's fight tonight, and Derek got the better of it in my opinion. So I do feel Derek's being a little bit harshly dealt with. Very harsh, harshly dealt with when you look at the scorecards. Think that's very unfair as i've just said live on television you need transparency in boxing we need judges to okay i understand some judges can see it differently than others And what you like make what, what rocks your boat doesn't rock someone else's boat but ultimately when a guy's outland and one guy, another guy three to one and punches in punches in a round surely you must see that round clearly for that fighter i just didn't think Derek got that rubber of the green tonight but it is what it is it's a uh, it's boxing Derek shows that he belongs at this level you know, I've heard the word gatekeeper thrown around a bit. Derek Chisora is far beyond any gatekeeper for anyone. Derek Chisora is a former British Commonwealth and European champion. Derek Chisora has shown what happens when he goes in with brilliant gatekeepers like Carlos Takam. He knocks them out. So when Derek Chisora is given notice, when Derek Chisora is given time, he shows he's he's a, the ultimate test for anyone. And given the right date against the right opponents, I believe you know, he could go on and do really good things. It's just about the right fighter with the right style and opponent. kugan in my opinion, Alexander Usik is the is one of the trickiest fighters in the world and a southpaw on top of that. And you know he's found out tonight that he's also got a bit of pop at this division. Mm. He's got enough pop to get you respect. Numerous times tonight he's stung Dell in there tonight. Numerous times. So the, the ra- that's crazy because there's so many more rounds that Dell could have won clearly, but then Usik lands a left hand right down the pipe. Just to coming towards the end of each round and you could see it literally go through his body it's really hard to watch and horrible but he done amazing tonight as i said if, if i was sitting here at the end of that and i wasn't scoring the fight and i never did the scores down and you said to me do you think won that i would have urged what i'd said that he's outworked him he's outworked him and and he's done it and then especially when you add on to the occasion that he was completely wrote off before it. No one really gave him a chance. Everybody was saying, Oh, you know, it's David A.'s hype machine, he's pulling them up and you know, what can he really do? This is the same Delboy that got stopped off, off the off White, this is the same Delboy that lost to Cabayel. Oh everyone's get said it all week. And what and we what we've all done is stuck to our guns. This is gonna be a better Del than what boxed or Spillker. this is gonna be a better Del than what knocked out Carlos Tuckham and tonight it was. It was a brilliant director's order tonight, it really is. And I'm so proud of him. Uh, he, he, he's gone from strength to strength with David, honest, with David as part of his team. And he's put in so much hard work for this camp. It's heartbreaking for him. He's, he's put in so much work. It's good I can't explain it. Got to tonight, but it's boxing.
0: Usek uh, confirms his mandatory position now for <laughs> Anthony Joshua. Yes, he does. What do you think about that fight? If it happens?
7: I don't think he can beat him.
0: You don't think he beats Joshua? No. From based on what you saw tonight? Just or
7: overall, mate, it's the size. It's the size, mate. You don't understand the size. These guys are monsters, Coogan. These guys are giants in a dangerous division. And you cannot keep with them. You've seen tonight. Derek Chazora is a good sized heavyweight. But you put these guys with the big boys under the giants. Coogs, the giants. Yes, he's a phenomenal boxer. To be fair, I don't think Alexander Usyk would approach the fight like he did tonight with Derek Chisora the way he would if he's fighting AJ or Fury. I'll give him that much. He's a very intelligent individual. What he has done tonight has gone out there, fought Derek Chisora and tried to beat him at his own game. That's exactly what he's done. His own management team had the fight to draw.
0: Mm, yeah, I saw that.
7: Alex Krasnick had one fourteen, one fourteen. Mm. Fair play, he's honest. Alex is a good guy. I get on with all his team, Eagles, Alex, everyone. Mm. And him, as everyone knows, I really like Alexander Yusuk. He's one of the best people in boxing. He's fantastic, but that's a really close fight, that. And being the home fighter, sometimes you think, you know, especially when everyone's dropped you off and the fight's gone the way you wanted it to go, not the way he wanted it to go, you'd think you kind of get a little bit of a nod there, but he hasn't. And mm. It doesn't surprise me.
0: Just uh, before I let you go, did you see Wilder's tweets and video tonight?
7: Eddie showed me. Uh, and it's just crazy, isn't it? It's absolute lunacy, mate. Listen, when you want to start blaming people's goods, you'd have to understand for anyone to take that seriously, stop smoking that stuff. That green stuff strong this time around this time of year, stop smoking it. It's insane. It plays tricks with your mind, I've seen it do it to numerous people over the years. So it's insane, mate. He's a be- he's better than that, Beyonce. Do you know what I think it is, Cooks, when you've had he didn't say anything after the fight. He just went away, disappeared. But when you've had these yes men around you for so long, and they've been giving it you down your ear, giving it you down your ear, you end up believing them if you keep them round long enough. And he's kept the yes men around him. He's kept the ass kisses around him long enough, and he's believing what they're telling him because they've got to tell him something. He's the champ to them. Isn't he? He's mm-hmm. the, he's the he's the paymaster, and they keep feeding them the bullshit, feeding them the crap and he, he's now actually come out and really embarrassed himself. He's built that video up from what I could see. I mean, I've seen him quoting the Bible and stuff like that. That's all well and good for him. That's what you want to believe, you believe. But when you're saying he's put things on the glove that's cut me and made me a bleed, and then when you're saying like he's hitting me with it, mate, come on, we get checked. We, we the, the, the ring, the glove, People nice and, the, and, the, and the and the and the commissions—they do not leave you. They do. They watch you religiously from the minute you finish getting your glove taped. They watch you wrap your hands. They watch you put your gloves on. They watch you tape your glove. They do not leave your side—not even to go for a piss, because I've done it. I've had to get me. I've had to get me glove off and wipe my ass before today because I've been shitting me kicks. They do not leave your side. Do you understand what he's saying? Cannot happen. It's impossible. It, it, it's crazy. But this is what happens when you keep too many ass kisses around you and listen to, to, to bullshit. Me, the only thing, the, the biggest shock about it is, he's got a really powerful management team behind him and advisors behind him. I'm amazed they've allowed him to dip so low. Because they are a the powerful team that's with him. That, brilliant advisors. See you after, coach. I'm amazed I've let him go. I'll let you go, Tony. I appreciate your
0: time this week, my friend.
7: Pleasure, mate.
0: And I'm sure I'll see you back in the bubble at some point.
7: Hopefully now. Cheers, mate.
0: Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial Mm. advice on all your debt.